A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Well, fall time is getting here, and that means apple harvest, whether it's farms just harvesting apples themselves or people coming out to pick them. I'm here at Munchkey Apples in Mount Horb, Wisconsin, here with Laura Tisch, owner of Munchkey Apples. Laura, tell me a little bit about, obviously we had some interesting weather in Wisconsin. It was a little bit drier and a little warmer at some points. How is that really affecting your apple crop overall here? Well, um, we haven't been affected too much because we have irrigation, thankfully, and so our crop is looking really good. But had we had not had irrigation, it probably wouldn't have been a, a good situation. We would have had a lot of stressed out trees and um, small apple crop. Now, tell me about, you were talking that some of the more high-density apple orchards have irrigation, but some don't. But the issues that arise maybe when it gets dry, you know, you said that apples may even underperform the next year. Right. So um, I don't think people really think about the fact that uh, apple trees are setting their fruit buds for next year, the year before. So if you're stressing them out in the summer with, you know, the lack of water, they're not going to set their fruit buds or produce the fruit for next year. Now, it was dry, but it also was hot. Now, if you can give them water and irrigate them, that helps out. But did you happen to see anything in your apples that you know, was affected by just pure heat. Sometimes you can have um, where the apples actually get sunburned. And so their skin will turn a little bit oranger and just be a little tougher. But even though it was such a hot summer, the temperatures must have stayed, you know, down enough that I haven't seen a lot of that on our apples. Now let's talk a little bit about what happens with pests in this kind of weather because, you know, certain pests may arise more or certain pests may be around less. But, you know, what did it look like for the apple crop as far as pests go this summer? Right. So as far as pests go, um, there is one that does do better when it's wet. So we didn't see that pest at all. And that one was called apple fly maggot. And then... You know, really the the normal um, pests that we have to worry about for, for apples, I didn't see this year. I had more ones that are more of a nuisance, but they don't affect your apples, which would have been like the Japanese beetles who like to eat honeycrisp leaves. Around bloom time, we put, um, I guess they're called lures on these trees where they emit uh, the hormone for the insect. And what it does is when the moths are going out to mate, they get confused and then they can't mate with each other. And if they're not mating, they're not laying eggs and then, and then hatching and causing worms in the apples. And so that works really well. Um, we don't have that pest in the orchard because we just keep them out of here and confused, I guess you could say. Now, we were talking a little bit kind of about the area and in comparison to other parts of the state, you know, what does what do things look like here or how do things grow? What's the difference here in southwest Wisconsin versus maybe some other places that uh, you've been or people that you've talked to around the state? Around the state, I think in northern Wisconsin, those apple growers were hit a little harder with the spring frost. And so I've heard, like I had an apple grower come down here this summer that she lost 95% of her crop. Where, you know, in southern Wisconsin, we weren't affected as much. Um, we do here at this orchard have a frost fan for those situations to kind of protect ourselves. So, yeah, we weren't really affected like some of the other growers. But 
Yeah, that's all I've heard. It was a kind of a lighter crop up, up north, but I don't want to say that for all of them. <laughs> so your apple crop is looking pretty good. So for people coming out to visit and coming out to see what you have and pick some apples, what all are the varieties that you have here and, you know, when are they available? Yep, we have a, maybe around 14 different varieties. Uh, we start at the end of August with, uh, we have an early honey crisp and the Zestar. But right now we're picking Galas, Blondies, and our other honey crisp crop. And then we have um, coming up the Macintosh, the Cortlands. We have a really great tasting one called Crimson Crisp. And in the middle to the end of um, October, we have Pink Ladies that come in. So... Now, with all these different varieties, is there anything that you see different between the varieties as far as hardiness, pests, uh, weather, you know, weather problems? What do you see in, you know, across the board with the different varieties? Right, like different varieties, um, like Honeycrisp, the Crimson Crisp, they are a little bit more disease resistant, so you don't have like the apple scab that you, you would see on those. There are just some varieties that are easier to grow, like um like a Crimson Crisp or a Gala, Honey Crisp are actually hard to grow. <laughs> they have a lot of issues. Um, they can be calcium deficient, so we have to spray calcium on them in the summer so they don't um, have what we call bitter pit. But otherwise, people always ask me what my favorite variety is, and I really don't know because um, <laughs> they're all, I enjoy all of them. Now let's talk a little bit about the people. You know, we talked a little bit to last year how things may have been different through the pandemic if you saw increased crowds, and is that continuing into this year? Yeah, last year we did see an increase of customers that came here, and this year we are noticing the same amount coming back, which is nice to see that people are, they had the time last year to come out, and, and they're making the time again to come out this year. We are such a new orchard that a lot of people go, hush, we didn't even know you were here. And so, and then it's nice to see them come back again. Anything else that you'd like to add or tell people kind of unique about your orchard and encourage them to come out and check things out? You know, the thing about our orchard is we started an orchard because we wanted to provide, you know, apples for people because apple is such a healthy, healthy thing. People like coming here because we are actually a farm. Before we planted um, the apple trees, we have a um, beef cattle. And so... When you do come here, you get to see the animals. It's not a part of the thing, and sometimes the, you know, people just enjoy seeing the farm animals also. But other than that, otherwise it's just come out for apples, and of course we have a bakery that we, uh, we make pies and some puff pastries with our apples and applesauce and apple butter, and then of course we have the apple cider donuts. Now let's talk actually a little bit about that quick, about, you know, kind of your value-added stuff. Where did some of the ideas come from, you know, to offer some other things, and what kind of other things do you offer, and what does it take to, you know, have a variety of products for your customers? Right, so one year we um, we sell a lot of our apples to um, the grocery stores, the Millers and the Medcalf's grocery stores and Mineral Point Foods. And one year after the apples were just the size of, uh, you know, a dime, the temperatures got down to 31 degrees that night. And I had where, like, especially my honey crisp trees, like, they got frostbit where they had this rough skin on them, and I couldn't. They just didn't look as pretty. 
for the grocery store. So we were like, well, we need to be able to turn those not so pretty apples into other things. And then that's when we put in our, our kitchen and started making things with those apples. That's awesome. Well, if you're out and wanting to get some apples, wanting to enjoy the fall weather as we get here farther into fall, make sure you stop out at Munchkey Apples out here in Mount Horb. I'm here with Laura Tish, one of the owners of Munchkey Apples. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman.